What excites you most about digital art trends? I mean, listen, I'm, I'm a marketer who comes from a digital background. So I love a new playground. And I think this digital art and NFT space offers us just that, the ability to really experiment with new marketing tactics and also the ability to create a platform for new artists, which is truly inspiring and amazing. What is happening, people? You are listening to the Digital Foundry Podcast. Our guest today is Netta Whitney. Netta joined Christie's at the start of 2021, and in her role, she develops marketing strategy for the Americas while leading creative content strategy and communication teams. She oversees the marketing campaigns for the specialist art portfolios in America, with a focus on innovation, data, and best-in-class creative execution. Prior to Christie's, Netta spent two decades working agency side in New York, San Francisco, London, and Paris. She most recently was SVP, Managing Director of Client Services at RGA, where her client portfolio included Verizon, L'Oreal, Tiffany & Company, Unilever, Uber, Planned Parenthood, Amazon, and ESPN. Welcome, Netta. Hey, Jared. Thank you for having me. No problem. We are very excited to have you. Very excited to have you. For those um, that haven't heard of your legacy or the recent buzz, what is Christie's? So I think Christie's is most well known as an auction house. We were founded in 1766 by James Christie. So we've been around for quite a while. Uh, we have around 350 auctions annually and over 80 categories, including decorative arts, jewelry, photographs, collectibles, wine, watches, sneakers, um, art, and more. And I think one fact that people don't know about Christie's, they know about the high end. Our prices range over a hundred million, but at the low end, we do have um, you know objects that start at the price point of 200. So it is accessible to everyone out there. And I encourage everyone to check us out. Absolutely. So uh, we, we talked a little bit about like recent buzz, right? So in your words, what's an NFT? Yeah, recent buzz is around the huge NFT sale that we had recently with uh, Mike Winkleman, aka Beeple. Uh, NFTs, NFTs are non-fungible tokens, and let me break that down for you a little bit. So that means they are one-of-a-kind assets in the digital world. They can be bought and sold just like any other piece of property, but they have no tangible or physical form of their own. So in the art world, the way we think of them are uh, the way we think of them is as digital certificates of ownership for virtual and physical assets. And they have an encrypted digital signature, which basically verifies the owner and the authenticity of a piece of artwork. They are on the shared and diversified ledger known as the blockchain, so they cannot be altered and erased. And what's great about NFTs, even though it's a really complicated, um, heady topic, is that they provide authenticity. So, you know, especially in the art world, you think about a certificate of authenticity that can be lost, that can be altered, that can be forged, that can burn down in a fire. If you've got it on the blockchain, none of those things apply. Um, and it can be publicly accessible and it can't be tampered with. When you think of ownership, so again, in the art world, provenance is a really big deal. Understanding who 
who along the path has owned this item and how it has transferred hands. That's all again in the blockchain in a secure fashion, which creates a really great trail for ownership. And then scarcity. Uh, when you mint NFTs, you create scarcity around them. They are truly one of a kind and no one else can own the same items. So it creates an amazing um, level of scarcity within the marketplace. So yeah, you're coming off that, that $69 million sale of the Beeple's NFT every days. And most of those people were not previous Christie buyers that were, that were bidding. So how are you reaching new people? How are you reaching people that are interested in the digital art space? Yeah, I mean, it's it's it feels like a nascent space only because the news cycle has just latched onto it, but it is a very well developed space in digital art. And for us, it was really important that we sync up with the community. So we spent a lot of time on Clubhouse um, engaging with the community. We reached out to them on Twitter. We worked with um, the Makers Place uh, folks who were, you know, an NFT selling and trading platform already. So they had a lot of really deep roots in the community. Um, but we're also continuing to reach out to the community on in the places where they are and using our traditional marketing channels like our Instagram that has over 950,000 um, engaged viewers and other platforms to continue to reach out to them. That's that's amazing. I, I love that. So and, and honestly, I thanks to you guys, there's kind of a, a mass interest globally. I think the fascinating part about NFTs to me are the new ways of brand storytelling and, and consumer interactions, which, as you know, are like the main pillars of an effective marketing campaign. What excites you most about digital art trends? I mean, listen, I'm, I'm a marketer who comes from a digital background, so I love a new playground. And I think this digital art and NFT space offers us just that, the ability to really experiment with new marketing tactics and also the ability to create a platform for new artists, which is truly inspiring and amazing. Um, we have a sale coming up on May 11th with um, the folks from Larva Labs and some of their CryptoPunks, which is, again, huge in the digital art community. Cool. And as that, we're partnering with a 501c called Save the Art Space. We're developing digital out-of-home installations. We're um, including a gamification element where people can tweet and tag when they find those digital crypto punks, and then they can receive a free NFT of the campaign that's going to be in the metaverse. So it's like layer uh -huh. on layer on layer. Um, yeah. And then we're doing things like launching Instagram filters of the punks. We're having physical punks kind of in our space in the 20 Rockefeller Gallery. So it just offers us so many different ways to tell the story of the digital artwork um, and the NFT space. So that is super exciting. And I think it's also worth mentioning that we talk about you know, digital art and digital art trends, but it's not mutually exclusive, the digital and the physical art. For example, Justin Sun, who was one of the underbidders, um, so he was bidding for the people artwork, but he didn't get it. He recently purchased a $20 million Picasso in one of our London sales. So I think- Very cool. Yeah, exposing people that are interested to digital art to some of the other categories we have and vice versa, some of our traditional clients are getting super interested in digital art. So there's really nice crossover between the categories. Well, I think, and again, I think it's worth mentioning the impact that NFTs are already having on independent artists. The creator economy, when combined with the NFTs, set the foundation for a new model of like collector 
collective ownership, really. Uh, you know, creativity is kind of an integral uh, to the human experience. Yet for the, the first time, we can kind of harness the collective creativity for the masses to benefit the many, not the few. So by minting these assets on the blockchain, do you see Christie's working with more lesser known artists? So, you know, I think lesser known is a tough term, right? They're very right. well known in their circles, but certainly not at the level that, you know, a Picasso, a Degas, a Renoir, some of the artists that we deal with on a regular basis. I think there's a couple things that we've done that are exciting for these emerging artists in the traditional space. So one, this season for the first time ever, we've split apart our 20th and 21st century evening sales. Those are our blockbuster marquee weeks. And we've created a platform where the 21st century artworks really stand on their own. That's everything from you know the 1980s with a Basquiat through to our NFT digital platform artists. And I think by creating that, that space for them to stand alone and really be comparative with some of their peers in the art world, it's, it's a huge opportunity for these digital artists. I think the other piece of it is allowing them to um, have the platform of Christie's takes them into a different echelon. So yes, they are well known in their own space, but the Christie's brand certainly, and I think Mike Winkleman can attest to this, takes you to a different stratosphere. So it's exciting for us to be able to take, whether it's the Larva Lab guys or some of the other NFT artists and digital artists we're partnering with, to take them to the next level. So big question, what do you see for the future of NFTs at Christie's? Yeah, we're, we're just getting started, my friend. Right. Um, I think we had the, the Beeple sale. We are going to have multiple NFTs, not only um, the CryptoPunks in our evening sale for uh, the 21st century. We're also working with Emma, Emily Radikowski. Um, She is minting her own NFT and she's going to be in our day sale for the 21st century. We have at least three to four sales coming up in the next few months. So definitely watch this space. I think we're working to curate kind of the the best in the space, whether that is around art or it could be entertainment, it could be um, physical art with digital components. We're really trying to think of what are the legs that the NFT um, arena can bring into the art space. I know, and this is a little bit off of the NFT side of things, but I know a lot of brands were disrupted by the advent of a global pandemic and needing to connect with their consumers in new digital first ways. How did that impact the Christie's brand? And are there some innovations that you guys have rolled out? Yeah, I think listen, the global pandemic was, it was really hard for every single brand Absolutely. out there. I started the global pandemic working with a whole different suite of brands and then moved to Christie's and the problems were very, very similar. How do you create a connection with consumers when you can't actually be um, around your consumers for Christie's? You know, we do a lot of live auctions and that uh, IRL experience is really critical to creating relationships with our clients. So we had to pivot relatively quickly and we did that super successfully. I think, you know, at, at the end of last year, we had our one sale, which was a live stream relay auction between New York, London, Hong Kong and Paris, which was first of its kind. We've done a lot on our online bidding. We have hybrid auctions all the time now where we can do bidding online and in person. Almost all of our NFT auctions, for example, have been um, online only. 
We've also worked to make sure that our AR technology is bringing that art into your home. So you can actually, you know, using your phone, take your, your camera and create a filter for the artwork, place it on your wall in your home, place a sculpture outside in your garden and really see it come to life. And I think that's been really impactful for our clients. And we've seen our clients be really willing to adopt these platforms. I think everyone's nervous, especially um, with a high net worth clientele, uh, will they be open to the digital tools and tactics instead of that one-on-one -on -one experience? In our one sale, we saw a huge number of our clients bid and buy artwork sight unseen, which is really a testament to the digital experience that we're Absolutely. able to create for them. So it's exciting. And now as we kind of come out of COVID and we move to more in-person models, we're able to start to see what we love and what we want to keep doing and what we want to iterate on in our um, evening sales next uh, next week. We have uh, virtual skyboxes for our clients where they can be together virtually through the power of Microsoft and Microsoft Teams. So we're, we're baiting new things every day, it feels like, to try and figure out what's the best um, ways to connect with our clients that we want to perpetuate in a post-COVID world. That makes sense. And that's kind of how you're kind of appealing to your clients and new clients that you're getting from the NFT space, right? Yeah, I mean, it is really important for us to be able to create and provide thought leadership to our current and new client bases on NFT. So we've done a number of panels in the summer. We're going to have an art and tech summit largely focused around NFT. Uh, you know, I do a lot of these conversations to help get the word out there, as do our specialists. It's important that we demystify what feels like a really um, heady topic with NFTs and open the door so that everyone can experience them. We also want to make sure that we are um, appealing to new clients. So continuing to engage on Clubhouse, continuing to reach out to the community. I know Noah Davis, one of our specialists who led the Beeple, the Beeple sale, is um, regularly in touch with folks in both the crypto and digital art community. So it's really important for us to continue um, to engage with them and continue, continue to educate and be thought leaders in the space. So how can listeners learn more about Christie's and what you have to offer? Yeah, I encourage everyone out there to check us out on our website. You can also download the Christie's app and you can check us out on any of our social channels. We are on LinkedIn, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. There's more content rolling out every single day around our digital art, um, as well as our traditional art and auction categories. So we'd love to see you there. Thanks so much for the time, Nata. We really appreciate it. And I know the uh, viewers absolutely appreciate the value that you brought to today's chat. And as always, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others. To catch the latest from me, you can follow the Digital Foundry on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks again, and we will see you next time. Thanks, Netta.